Hey, Misty. Hey, Amaryllis. Uh, we have a lot to catch up on. We have a lot to catch up on. We we do this a lot where we get on a roll and we have lots of feedback and we get we chart mm-hmm. and um, we get on this huge roll and it, like momentum. Our head gets real big. Our head gets real big. It's husbands, real. Like we're so famous. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then bam, we screw it up. <laughs> But to be honest, we've had a lot going on. We've had some illnesses. We've had uh, school starting back. School started back. I had to move one into college. Yeah. Um, yep. Wicked. Yeah. Wicked was. We had Wicked. Wicked was so fun. Wicked Let me, was so fun. Hey, we guys. So cute. We need to have a conference. Do not go to a Broadway show with Misty Gillespie. I warned you before you went. I warned you. I don't think I believed you. Because. You guys, well, first of all, we went to see Wicked, which who doesn't know every single word to Wicked? I mean, do, you do, right? You know every single word to Wicked. You know I know. Yes, I know that firsthand. I know it firsthand. So we go to Wicked. We have, like, first row seats in our section, so we had this yeah. beautiful view. Yeah. And we were getting so many compliments on our outfits. You guys, we look so good. We looked so good. Like, people, well, we posted a picture. Yeah, they said they saw us. Yeah. yeah. And people that we didn't even know were stopping us and going, oh my gosh, y'all look so cute. Yeah. Did you see my green lipstick? I was rocking it was that green gorgeous. lipstick. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yes. Um, we looked good. We looked good. We had so much fun. But um, my daughter asked me if she could move three seats over because she didn't want to sit next to Misty anymore. <laughs> I told them before we left, I said, listen. When I go to the theater, especially a Broadway, I am going to sing because it's to me, it's like a concert. It's like, not a sing along. But you like okay, so a concert's not a sing along, but you sing along to every song, don't you? But every it's a social contract. Everybody at a concert does the singing, right? But at a Broadway show, they don't. Oh, I think it's like you that, broke the social contract. I thought it was a compliment. To sing with them, because we love it so much. No, not in that case. But I sang it so good. You sang, sang it beautifully. <laughs> I sang and I would have sung with you, to be honest. It's just that I had my 16-year-old who was mortified. Okay, so Catalina's mortified. I didn't know this at the time. I thought Catalina was enjoying it. Actually, I thought everyone around me was enjoying <laughs> it. I'm not kidding. Like, she just thought everybody looking like, at her. Everybody ser- that was turning around looking, oh, she seriously, just thought. Seriously, I thought people were going, wow, she sounds great. She looks, yeah, and, and looks amazing. And Philip had told me that before, but Philip's a stick in the mud. And so I thought. He hates music. I was like, well, Philip doesn't know. And so I sing everywhere we go. And so this was literally the first time I've ever heard that that's not okay. So I've done it at every single one. Okay. And listen, I was sitting there and I was singing and I had already told Amaryllis, I was like, I'm going to sing every word to every one of these songs. And I guess in your mind, you thought she's being funny. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. No, nope, was she was surreal. not. She was being and at one part, literal. And at one part during For the Good, I grabbed your hand so that we could sing together, (laughs) (laughs) so that we could harmonize together, and I thought, well, I really need to belt it, because she's about to come in on this, and I did, and there was nothing for me, (laughs) and I thought, well, we're not as close friends as I thought we were. On the inside. On the inside. We are. And then, when we got in the car, I said, hey, Catalina, why did you move away from me? Like, did I, you didn't like the way that I sounded? Like, did I sound bad? And she said, I paid to hear them sing, not you. (laughs) She did. She certainly did. And I said, and I said, oh. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> so do you t- do you mean to tell me that when you went to see Hamilton, every word you I rapped. You'd rapped. Absolutely. No, you did not. Yes, I did, and I thought it was fine. I legitimately did not know that this was not a social norm. Have you never looked around and said, nobody's singing? No, my eyes are closed, and I'm I'm on stage with them. Misty, stop. I'm not <laughs> kidding. And Philip, he pinches me on the leg, and he says, shh, and I, and I say, leave me alone. This is my thing. And then oh. he is quiet. Does nobody around you look at you and well, say, sure stop? sure they're looking, because the, I the magnificence. Great. The magnificence. Because they can't believe that I'm not up there. Okay. Is this not okay? I really did that. I thought it was like a concert. Hey, listener, you guys let us know, but is it is it not a, a, no, it's not a concert. A show's not a concert. No. A, a Broadway musical is no, not a concert. it is not. I, I suppose you can look at it that way, but it's not, the interaction is not the same. I don't same. speak the spoken parts with them. Just the songs. Okay. <laughs> write in and let us know it's not a con- you cannot sing along it's not okay no you can't no I mean that doesn't take away from the amazingness of what's coming out of your mouth what if I whispered it well that's what I have to do like Catalina if I'm at a show with Catalina and like when we went to Hamilton mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there singing you know Skylar sisters yeah she look gives me one look and I know I'm singing too loud oh yeah I was just singing regular. Yes. You were singing loud. <laughs> she was like, popular. Popular. I yeah. I, I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. But it was, look, it was super fun. I mean, because it was out of town for us. And and, mm-hmm. and um, we had never been to a show together. And, no. And, and I, I had done meet- a big group by. And so I had 80 people that I knew there. Yeah. And, and I got to meet your family. I was going to say, you got to meet my all the Cubans. They loved me. <laughs> We've never seen anybody as fair as you. No. No. They were like, this girl with the big voice and the, <laughs> and the light skin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, so it was fun. It was, it was really fun. But um, that did not keep us from recording. It was other things in life. Well. You know, I have a job and I'm, it keeps me busy. And then it did school starting back and then there yeah. was illnesses. But, you know, whatever. We can make excuses like we always do and uh, apologize. But here we are. But guess what? We're back and we're recording something we told you that we were not going to record. <laughs> <laughs> what were we supposed to do? I can't remember. Oh, we're supposed to do that. That, 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 um, the big, like, uh, the, oh, um, oh my gosh, American Gladiators, gladiators. Yeah, American yeah, yeah. Gladiators, yeah. that's right. Um, can I tell one more story before we get on to what we're going to be doing today? Okay, sure. So speaking of the first day of school. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> so our school district, I will not name any names. Um, but inbox me and I'll tell you. But let me know. Uh, they start school on the same weekday every year since I've. I've known about it since my kids have been going there for forever years ago. And so I know when the the week of school is, and I know that that week on that day will be the first day of school. That's right. Um, I also do not read emails, okay? (laughs) So if I answer a message from you, it is only because I am sitting in my bathtub and I am going through things and I don't have anything else to do. I don't read emails just to read them. Like right. like right now my inbox is at let's see 17,138. That's 
I need for you to turn off your icons on Phillip that. Philip gets furious. He won't even look at my phone. So anyway, um, those are just the unread ones. Yeah. So, like, it's just, I just know when school's going to start, right? Yeah. And so I told Philip, I said, listen, school starts Thursday. We've got to get everything together. And he was like, okay, that sounds good because he does morning stuff. And uh-huh. um, so Tuesday, I was like, I told Eli, I was like, we're going to have fun. Like, we're going to go to the jump park. It's our last day of summer. He does summer school, and so he, he didn't have to go. You know, they're off two weeks before. And so we were excited. We were going to have a good day together. And I'm laying there asleep at 6.30 in the morning, and Philip comes in. He wakes me up, and he said, Hey, um, I thought you said school starts tomorrow. And I said, nope. School does start tomorrow. And he said, Well, the bus is outside. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, What? See, I, I've known for weeks that it started on that day, and I had wow. my children very ready to go. This I is, was ready for them to look, go. This this is what makes it even worse is, you know, so Eli has a new teacher this year, and normally in middle school you don't do meet the teacher, but he does. And so we were going to do meet the teacher on Tuesday. Well, Tuesday was bad weather, and he doesn't like going out in that, and so mm. I didn't want to put him in a bad mood to meet a new teacher. Yeah. So I even texted the woman, and I said, hey, um, look, the weather's bad. Can we just do meet the teacher tomorrow and um, instead? And she said, yeah, that'll be fine. Well, sure, it was fine. It was the first all freaking meet the day of school. Everybody was meeting we're the teacher. We're all meeting the teacher that day. Yeah. Yeah. And so I looked like an idiot. So Philip had to get our child ready and drive him to school, which he never does. He always takes the bus. And so that was out of routine for him, which totally he does not like. He doesn't understand. And so I'm like out there in my bathrobe trying to snap a first day of school school picture. picture. We got the chalkboard ready. Nothing. We're slime by the seat of our pants. I sent at least six, I'm sorry, emails that morning. That's hilarious. It's not. It is hilarious. I'm telling you that I knew to the second when that day, first day of school was because I well, was you ready. you didn't tell me. Well, I just assumed you knew. I, I was, I mean, I just assumed you're just as ready as I am to send your kids back to school. I was ready for Thursday. <laughs> and it wasn't. Not me. I was ready for Wednesday because that's a whole day earlier. So, hey. I was like, this is fantastic. Hey, friends out there who think they're failing as a parent, at least you know when the first day of school is. <laughs> How about that? Well, there you have it. Um, also, we've got a couple of shout outs we oh, need yeah. to give. Yep, yeah. During our big wave of... Our rise. Our, our rise our to rise fame. Our rise to fame. <laughs> we got lots of new listeners. We did. We hope you're still here. Yeah. And... Um, we, we had one lady, and I'm so sorry, I can't remember your name, who inboxed us, inboxed us this week and said, will you please post another uh, episode already, please? <laughs> Her name is Genevieve. Genevieve was like, I'm over it. Can you guys please post another episode? Genevieve, we're doing it. We're doing it. We also have gotten some new subscribers... Some that were like, hey, if you don't give me a shout out, I'm going to come find We're going to turn this car around. I'm, we're going to turn this car around and you're never going to see us again. A big shout out to sisters. Sisters. We've got some sisters listening. Dina and Tracy. I think they might fall out. Are y'all going to fall out? Yeah, probably. Let's fall out. <laughs> we love it. So sweet. They said that they love the podcast. Yeah. And um, I think one, I think. Dina got Tracy to listen, or Tracy got Dina. Whichever one's the better sister. Right. Got the other right. one to listen. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then our new best friend, David. David. 
David. Please tell them about David. David lights my light, life up, number I mean, one. First off, he sent us a really sweet, long email, and he was like, um, please know, like, I'm not a crazy person. Like, Although I'm not, I'm not so sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we think he might be a little bit, but, think maybe, but the good kind, But it's like a good us. kind, yes. Yeah, like us. And Let me tell you, he sent an e- he sent us a message, like one of the first couple that he sent, and I, it turned my day around. I'm not kidding. The when he, he, we're about to tell, we're, uh, well, we can't really play what he sent us, but he no. sent us a video of his sweet little, I don't know if she's younger or older than he is. Do you remember? I don't know, but she's precious. His sweet sister. Emily. And who, uh, I mean, just, ma- you. I'm not even kidding. I was having a terrible day. I watched this video. It literally made me smile and laugh, like literally LOL. So David has a heart connection to me because his sister Emily also is on the spectrum, like my boys. And so, um, you know, there's a kinship there. And so he sent us a video and Emily gave us a shout out. She was like, he said, say hey to Misty. And And she she said, said, Misty. Hey, Misty. And he said, say hey to Amaryllis. That and that's a tough one. That was a tough one for me. <laughs> yes. As well. Emily, you're not on your own, sister. No, You're girl. not the only one. Girl, you are not the only one. Thank you for listening. You are amazing. Emily, we love you. Yes. And keep listening and keep being awesome. You are beautiful. Yes. Oh, yes. my gosh. That made my day. Like, I, you don't even, David, you don't have any idea. It really like was so sunshine. sweet. Yeah. Yes. It was so sweet. Um, so, we're not going to do American Gladiators. Because we're not. Because we told you we would. That's right. Um, but what we are going to do is, is an, it's an older one, isn't it? Uh, uh, not too old. A few years old. A couple of years old. It's a couple. You know, of I think this should be a strategy. Like, I did not want to do gladiators. I kept trying to get us out of it. I think. And so I think what we should do if we ever don't want to do something, we'll just say that we are going to do it. Do and it. then we just won't yeah. do it. And I really did want to do gladiators. And I think that you're dabbling in some black magic behind my back. <laughs> and you've bamboozled me. Well, I am from the Caribbean. That That's true. Um, <laughs> or my people. Call, my people come from the Caribbean. Call me Amarillas. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Jamaican. Um, <laughs> no. Like Cleo, <laughs> call me Cleo. That one didn't do as well as we had hoped. No, that was such a good. That was such a fun. It was a fun documentary. One. Yeah. Anyway, except for the dying part, but um, just that part. Yeah. Just spoiler that part. alert. But but because in honor of the Barbie movie. Yeah. Because it is such a huge deal right now. It needs the exposure, so we're gonna. I sadly, Philip Gillespie's fault, have not gotten to see it yet. <gasps> Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. And I'm so upset over it. Oh, Misty. And I am Barbie. Like, Barbie is me. Oh, my goodness. And I am Barbie. And I love Barbie. And Barbie was, like, everything to me as a child. And I have a dress. And I'm so upset we have not gotten to go yet. We're going this weekend, you but, and me. Yeah. But, you know, things have happened. Yes. Um, But I'm kind of glad I haven't seen it yet before we do this. Because now I know, like, that movie hasn't taught me something that I'm not going to say on here. Do you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of people have mixed feelings about it. Well, Some people I have thoughts about those it. mixed feelings. Really? I think, yes. I Did saw you see the movie. Mm-hmm. When? Um, you weren't allowed to go with your husband and daughter. Well, I couldn't go because I've got, I didn't want to, we didn't want to take Nova because we didn't know what was in it for her to see it, right? Oh, so. you're so responsible. <laughs> But I did see it, and it is controversial. Like, people think it's really political, but it's not. Like, to me, okay. it wasn't. It was a beautiful movie. It was 
you know, I don't know that it was wholesome, but it's not something that I don't think I would care if Nova saw. Like, we want to take her to go see it. I think she would enjoy it. Yeah. Um, And it was, it was funny Mm -hmm. and pretty, like the colors and the cinematography. Well, and Ryan Gosling is my celebrity crush. Is he? Is he? He was, he was fantastic. I have loved him since since Mickey Mouse Club. Is that true? Yes. He was fantastic. But I think people get really hung up on the message of the movie which it's not really the message that I, I don't want to get into it because there there is this conservative versus liberal thing and I and it's and I don't want to make it political but it has kind of turned into that and I will just say that uh, as someone who used to be heavily involved in politics this did not bother me okay so as someone who does not give a rip about politics um, and, well I've reached that point and something in my mind like, my, my brain has been created in such a way that I don't see hidden agendas in movies, even if yeah. they're really apparent. Yeah. I don't because I just enjoy, like, the storyline right. and the, the cinema, cinematography. Yeah, the yeah. stuff, the colors, and, like, yeah. all the Well, you will love this. It is a visually appealing movie. Now, my sister will pick apart a movie. Like, mm. she will find every hidden meaning that there is. And I hate Even talk- if it's not there? Even if it's, I hate talking to her about it. Yeah. She's very smart. And she's somebody who loves to read books. And yeah. she loves to do that kind of thing. I am just there to be entertained. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And so I think I'll really enjoy it. But. You will absolutely enjoy yeah. it. And there, and there is a lesson in there. But I think it's not what a lot of uh, people have been saying that it is. Yeah. And it's, it's not a bad thing. It really, and I don't even want to say the word empowering because it's, it's not empower. It's not, that's not what I'm going for, but it definitely respects how the potential of a woman. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's okay. Um, because I don't think like a lot of people think that it does it at the expense of the man. Okay. Um, I, I don't think that that's not how I saw it at all, but I really, really did like it. It's really, really funny. And I will go with you. I'll okay. put my pink outfit on again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the documentary that we watched this week is called Tiny Shoulders mm-hmm. and you can find it on Hulu. Actually, it's called Tiny Shoulders Rethinking Barbie. Um, yeah. and so I was really glad after I watched the documentary, I was like, oh, I'm kind of glad I haven't seen the movie yet because that way I'm not like thinking about the movie while right. I'm thinking about this, but you have the other, the opposite. So you can kind of give. If there's anything yeah. to be said about that. Yeah, I don't that. know that there's a whole lot of correlation, but but we'll talk about it. We'll get into it. Okay. So the documentary is on Hulu, and basically, um, you know, it kind of starts out talking about how Barbie came to be. and Super interesting. It was really interesting, but at the, I guess the main point of the movie is um, as they start to expand the line and look at different um body types types Mm -hmm. and kind of more inclusivity Inclusivity. of different body types and it's it's filming at the that time when they're creating that line and their feelings about it so it's really it's a great documentary i really enjoyed it um but so we're gonna just jump into it so if you don't know a lot about how barbie came to be um, there was a married couple named Ruth and Elliot Handler, and they were immigrants who came over and decided that they were going to start a toy company. And so 
they started a toy company. They partnered up with a friend of theirs, and it became Mattel. Started out a really small toy company. And Ruth is one of these women. I really like her. I loved Ruth. I thought Ruth was like. <laughs> she's the bomb, yeah. They. She is, she's just really honest. She was like, I hated staying at home with my kids. Yeah. Well, don't you know people like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can't. Yeah. I mean, it's they don't. It's not that they don't love their children. No, they're of like, I not. love my kids, but like. You're I, not fulfilled that I, way. Yeah, she was basically like, look, I, I'm not the woman who enjoys homemaking. Yeah. And at that time, that's just what you did. That, there were no options. Yeah, there were no. I love all those pictures of her in the boardroom, and there's she's the only woman. She's the only lady. She's the only woman surrounded by all these men, yeah. and they were telling her that there is no way. Well, I don't want to jump in your, you go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Like, this is, it's the early 1950s. Yeah. So, what else do you expect? Yeah. I mean, they were basically business men yeah were who ran businesses and started businesses and yeah here's this woman and I mean obviously she was kind of a boss to begin with to tell her husband and be like um I'm not staying home I'm not staying home sorry yeah it's not gonna happen so she she gets this idea right she sees her daughter playing with paper dolls did you ever play with paper dolls Mm -hmm. they were so freaking annoying they were like I loved them but I guess back then you had to cut them with scissors. Oh, that's what I did. I cut them with scissors. Okay, so by the time I started playing with paper dolls, they were perforated. Perforated, uh-huh. And it never failed that I didn't rip a leg off. Yeah. That I didn't rip a tag off, and I was so mad about it. Well, now it. you know they, they're they they're magnetic. Yeah. Yeah, now oh, they're yeah. like 3D magnetic. Yeah, we have we yeah. had some of those with Avery, those little uh, ones where it's like the little... Yeah. Cut out and yeah. you put the magnet clothes on. Yeah, yeah. But she saw that um, idea of her daughter playing with paper dolls. And at that time, really, the only dolls that you had were baby dolls. Well, that's what women did, had babies. Right. They had babies. Yeah. And so she thought to herself, like, what a cool idea it would be if, like, you know, all, almost all paper dolls were women. So, you know, they were women who were shaped like women and had boobs and Mm -hmm. had grown-up outfits on Mm -hmm. and you know accessories and things like that um you know why couldn't you have a doll that was a woman and all those men were like uh no we can't do that they were like uh ladies are not gonna buy dolls for their daughters with boobs on them that's right and what's so funny is she was like well I don't know like I really think they would so she takes a trip over to Europe (laughs) And she sees this doll called Build Lily, okay? okay, which they show a picture of it, and it basically looks like um, just a, an uglier version of a Barbie doll, <laughs> but they were sold in men's tobacco shops. Oh, that's right. They weren't even I toys. I forgot about that. Like, they weren't toys like a kid would play with. They were like some kind of gross sex object. Yes, gross. For like a man in a tobacco shop. Like, so do you remember when, like back in the 80s, they'd have those pins that you could turn upside down and like the clothes would fall off the lady? (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I was thinking about. I was like, gross. It's like a doll that has like lady parts. And so. Yeah. Did it have lady parts? Do you remember? I'm I'm sure it didn't have bottom lady parts, but it had boobs. So you don't think that one in Europe did if it was being sold in tobacco shops? 
I don't. You don't think that was like for funs and giggles? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't before. <laughs> but it was kind of neat. Well, it wasn't being sold at Toys R Us. But I mean, it was the size Switzerland. Of, it was you know, the size of a Barbie doll. You couldn't get nothing in that. Well, I mean, you don't necessarily have to get anything in anywhere. Anyway. You're going to give me nightmares. Yeah. So, anyway, um, she's like, well, this is kind of gross. But, hey, that is pretty much what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, she comes back to the U.S. and she goes, look, guys, I know y'all don't think that moms will buy this kind of a doll for their daughter. But, let let me try. Like, we're not going to make her... She said, we're, we're going to try not to make her too beautiful. Right. Because we don't want it to be like, you know, an unobtainable type of standard. Standard, yeah. which, I mean, it ends up being anyway. But, yeah. But at the time. I have a lot to say about that. But at the time, that was what a woman was, you know, in all their print and film. That's kind of what it looked like. Yeah. And so um, she makes the first Barbie doll, and it's. Um, released in 1959, and the first one is just a plain Barbie doll with a black and white striped so cute yeah. swimsuit on, and it's called Barbie Fashion Model. Yeah. Okay. And basically, they put this doll out, and it flies off the shelves. Yeah. Okay. And so she's like, "See, I told y'all." Yeah. Like, I they couldn't I, believe it. I I know what I'm talking yeah. about here. You know. And so the the men in the boardroom are just like, oh my gosh, like women know how yeah. to do business. This is, what? This is crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> women know what other women will buy for their kids? <laughs> what is happening? And so um, she names it after her daughter, Barbie. Barbie. Yes. Yep. And so they decide to expand because it's such a huge hit. Um, that they start saying, hey, let's let's start making different kinds of Barbies. Like, let's make um, them with different outfits. And then all of a sudden, you know, she, she has the idea of, okay, when little girls buy this doll, how are they playing with it? Are they playing with it as pretend of this is what I could be one day? Yeah. Because it's a woman. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, a doll that's shaped and like a woman. Um, they're not going to take care of it like they would a baby doll. They're right. not going to feed it and dress it. They're going to play with it like it's them when they're, they've grown up. And so Barbie starts to take on all of these um, jobs. Yep. She's that, an astronaut now. That women weren't even doing them. <laughs> Like, no woman had been an astronaut yet. Yeah. But Barbie was a freaking astronaut. Yeah, she was a freaking astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, so that's kind of... A doctor, veterinarian, like, the whole shebang. So it was just kind of this, like, when these little girls would buy this Barbie doll, it was their dream of their future. Yeah. Um, So, Amaryllis, were you a Barbie... A yes, I loved Barbies. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. We were big. Well, I'll backtrack. I was. Uh, I I I stopped playing with dolls at a younger age, really, than my sisters did. But when we did, we got Barbies. We always got Barbies for Christmas. We got like the cars. We got the houses. We got the camper. We got the whole everything. Like we were we were big Barbie people. Oh yeah, I was huge Barbie. Yeah. And my daughter now. Uh, Catalina didn't really play so much with them, but Nova loves her Barbies. Oh, my gosh. Loves them. Barbies were literally all I played with. I actually have. Do you still have them? Uh, no, I, 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 I do not have them. I, I played with my Barbie dolls. Yeah. Like, they were destroyed yeah. by the time we were done. Um, but 
I loved Barbie so much, and I had never had a birthday party before, okay? Yeah. Um, so growing up, I, we didn't have a lot of money, and so we just didn't do extra things like that. Yeah. But for my, I think it was like maybe my ninth birthday, I can't remember, but um, nine or ten, my mom said, you can have a birthday party. like, And I was like so excited because yeah. that was kind of around the time all my little friends were having them. And I was like, I really want to have one. And she's like, okay, we'll do a birthday party. Like you can invite your friends and we'll yeah. have cake and, you know, we'll do it at the house. It's yeah. not like today when you go yeah. run out a freaking jump park. But yeah. Um, so I had my first like birthday, Real birthday party, party where I had friends. Like we'd always had family things, but this yeah. one I got to invite friends to. And I'll never forget all my friends brought got me a barbie doll oh like i had like well that's a good gift yeah i had five friends there and everybody got me a barbie because they knew that's what i like to play with oh that's a good gift and so i opened up all my barbie dolls and everybody started passing them around and opening the boxes oh no and trying to play with them no and i pitched a fit well i'm team misty on that one oh I mean, I thought, my God, if they lose one shoe, I'm never yeah. gonna, I'm never gonna forgive them. Also, it's yours to open, not yeah. theirs. Yeah, and so I'm sitting there crying at my birthday party because my friends are playing with the Barbies that they bought for me. Yeah. Um. So my mother sent me to my room, and I wasn't allowed to be at my birthday party. Oh my gosh. She sent me to my room and let my friends play with my Barbies. Oh, I'll, so let me tell you a little something. At our house, we don't teach sharing. Really? No, we don't. Yeah. It is not a thing at our house. Okay. We tell our children, uh, you don't have to share. That belongs to you. Okay. But uh, if you don't share, then the next person doesn't have to share with you. It's nice to share. Yeah. And it's kind to share. And we encourage you to do it, but you do not have to share. Okay. So if you had been our child, we would have made all those children give back those Barbies to you. But now they wouldn't have talked to you the next day at school. Well, I, at that moment in time, I really did wish you were my mom. Because yeah. all I wanted to do was play with those Barbies by myself. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Also, they opened them. That, that like, opening them up is, yeah. is like, a no-no. It was a big deal. So, they so opened them up and played with them, and I didn't get to play with them. For them to be the first people to play with them? Yeah. When I, when I bought this house, I don't know if this person listens or not. When I first bought this house, a friend of mine came to help me move in. I was single. And she came, and she spent the weekend. She was from out of town. And uh, we went to sleep upstairs in my bed. And before we went to bed, she took a shower. Mm -hmm. But I also have a jetted tub upstairs in the bathroom. The first night we lived here, I lived here, I had never used that jetted tub. We had barely opened all the boxes. I hear her in there in my jetted tub. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. She got in the tub. <laughs> she said, I'm wearing a skinny bubble bath. She said, this was so great. <laughs> Oh, I had never used it the very first night ever in this house. And it house. was a brand new tub because you built the house, right? That's right. <gasps> that's right. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. So that's like those girls that played with your Barbies. Thanks they were not theirs to play with. Thanks a lot. Yeah. yeah. Girl, I got those Barbies back and their hair was all like, uh, oh, yeah. I was so upset. But my, I would have made them give, your, give but it back. That's how Joyce was. She was like, uh, if you're not going to act right, they can have their Barbies back. Yeah. She, she was all about teaching a lesson. That's so. hilarious. Anyway, um, and then... I, for one, am so thankful, you know, because I grew up in the 80s, mm -hmm. and you see in this documentary that, you know, they start talking about body inclusivity, but 
literally through the years, Barbie's body has changed yeah. in different ways. So my 1980s Barbies was the worst of the worst. She had the biggest boobs. Oh, you think? That's when I had mine was oh, in yeah. the early 80s, well, late 70s, early 80s. Not to me, but if yeah. you're looking at it now yeah. as a woman, she had the biggest boobs oh, yes. and the smallest waist yes, you yes. could possibly have. And so I was so grateful because at Christmas, I knew exactly how many Barbies I was getting because at that time... The packaging was just cardboard on the outside with cellophane That's front, right. And you could feel the boobs through the wrapping paper. Yep, yep. And so I could, I'd sit there and be like, one, two, three, four, five. And I knew exactly how many Barbies I yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, did you ever, uh, they talk about this later on in this documentary, but did, did it ever bother you that those, that they looked so pretty, that they were so buxom and. Well, let me tell you this. I never, now I was also a very, um, I don't want to say like naive, but I guess I was a little bit. I was kind of a naive kid, like, but also I was a very skinny, blonde, little white girl. Yeah. So things about my appearance didn't really, I didn't think about them very yeah. often. Um, and... I kind of thought like, oh, well, she kind of looks like me because, you know, and yeah. I, and to myself, well, I have blonde hair yeah. and I have white skin. So when I grow up, I'll look like that. Yeah. It's kind of what I thought. Um, now I learned later in life that my boobs did not grow. And so right. I did not look like that right. as I got older. That's right. But, um, no, I, I really never thought about it. Like I never thought, well, oh you know, this looks different or the boobs bother me or anything like that. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that argument. I don't understand people that say Barbie sets a beauty standard that women can't live up to. Mm -hmm. Well, it is true that she has a beauty standard that, that nobody can meet unless you've had surgery or don't eat. Right. Or, or win the genetic lottery because you, right. you know, you've got, that's genes, right? Or you have dumping syndrome. That's right. <laughs> Or you've had your gallbladder out, <laughs> and you have dumping syndrome. <laughs> or you poop every time you eat. Every time. It's fine. Every time. Yeah. But I think of when I, like you were just saying, when you were a kid, it's not something that crossed your mind. Mm -hmm. Like when I was little, I didn't look like her. I was a chubby little Cuban girl. Mm -hmm. I was short. I had brown hair. And I was chubby my whole life. Mm -hmm. And not once did I look at Barbie and say, I wish I could look just like her. Yeah. There was not one time that I have ever, ever thought that. I just enjoyed playing with my Barbies because it was a pretty doll and she had a really cool Corvette. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad to hear you say that because I wondered as, you know, being a Cuban girl yeah. playing with a little blonde doll, yeah. like if, if that ever crossed your mind. But Not once. As kids, you're, I think you're taught to think that way if you're thinking that way as a young, young child. Now, of course, as you get older and start to look at your own body and yeah. things like that, but as a kid, like, you're just playing with your doll, well, right? I, I, yes, 100%. But I will say this. it Representation does matter. You know, you hear that sometimes out in media, and a lot of times it's from um, politically different parties, and you're, you're like, you, you just hear, representation matters, representation mm -hmm. matters. Yeah. And a lot of times people will poo-poo that. They're like, no, like what we kind of what we just did. It never really occurred to us right. that she didn't represent us. Right. But – I will say that the times in my life that I have seen 
my family and my culture represented in media in a positive way, it meant something. It means a lot yeah. because I never saw. Uh, there's this. There's this show that aired in on public TV in Miami in the 70s, late 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. and it aired for like I don't know two or three seasons, and then it was syndicated to public TV across the country. I never knew when it aired. We would just kind of run across it every now and then. Yeah. It's called Que Pasa USA. What's up, USA? It's, right. And it's it's a bilingual show about a family who speaks English and Spanish. Like the kids were like us. They were born here or they were came to the United States really young, and so they speak perfect English. Mm-hmm. But they also speak perfect Spanish to their parents and to their grandparents. Oh. And the parents and grandparents can't make the culture leap sometimes. They don't understand that Americans do certain things for whatever. They don't understand some of the food. And when, when I watched that, it was so cool to me because I lived in the culture gap. I lived in a place where my mother was like, you can't go spend the night with your friend because I don't know their parents because I can't really speak to them. Right. And and meanwhile, my other friends were going to spend the night all the time because they had, quote, normal parents who spoke perfect English and whatever. Yeah. Or when in the third grade when I was packing black beans and rice for lunch <laughs> instead of a PB&J. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So representation really, really matters. It's very cool to see yourself represented. But when I look at Barbie and I see the commotion and the fuss that's caused by people saying, we can't have her because she looks the way she does, I think you don't give kids enough credit. Right. You don't give them enough credit. Yeah. That's not what they're thinking. It's the same reason that uh, my nine-year-old when she talks about her friends so and so and so and so and so and so I don't know whether they're black I don't know whether they're Asian I don't know if they're Hispanic because it doesn't matter to her she just tells me their names because they're buddies right so I don't think I don't think these people that are spouting that that are saying we can't have blonde big boobed Barbie Mm -hmm. um, because she doesn't she's gonna make them think they have to look like her Mm -hmm. no that I don't think that that I don't think that argument holds water yeah Now, something I did think about on the way over here was, okay, so, you know, Ken, the Ken doll came a little bit later Mm -hmm. after Barbie, and, but Barbie was, in the beginning, she was always a single woman, career woman, and Ken was just her boyfriend, kind of an accessory, Yeah. and, you know, whenever she had the dream house, it was Barbie's dream house, not Barbie and Ken's dream house. It was just hers, and he would come visit, or if they were selling the Barbie Corvette, it was Barbie driving the Corvette, and Ken's in the passenger seat, so I kept thinking back, and I was like, I don't remember ever having a Ken doll. And so I was like, I wonder why I didn't have a Ken doll. And then it dawned on me, I did have a Ken doll. And it was when I was about nine years old, and they came out with the Barbie Dream Wedding Set. Oh, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My daddy was a Baptist minister. And I don't know if they... He was like, Barbie can't have no boyfriend that sleeps in her house. I don't even know if they house. even thought of it like that. But yeah. they literally did not buy me a Ken doll until they came as a package set and were married. That is hilarious. Is that not funny? Yeah. But I, but now I, I want to ask my mom. I want to be like, did you not buy me a Ken because you didn't want me to think it was okay for boys and girls to live together? And would you have married? ever in a million years thought that? Never, never. Yeah, that's yeah. why. I, that's why a lot of times I'm a weird parent. 
why a lot of times if my if something's on the TV that my children shouldn't be watching, mm -hmm. I don't freak out about it. You know, I'm not going to make them sit down and watch it, but I don't like yeah. jump up and break my neck and try it because they don't catch it. Right. They don't catch it. They're yeah. not going to they're not going to it's not going to ruin them. Yeah. You know, um, we're not watching an actual homicide on TV, you know. Yeah. So But I thought that was funny. I was like that is were hilarious. George and Johnny trying to indoctrinate me with. <laughs> That's exactly what they were doing. They're like, "Oh, look how look how Barbie doesn't have a, a boy living in her house till she That's got right. married." <laughs> well, she had to get married because later on, didn't they have a pregnant Barbie? <laughs> they did. They had a pregnant Barbie. Midge. Yeah, Midge. Oh, Midge got knocked up. Midge so. got knocked up. Yeah. Do we have a backstory for Midge? Do we know? Well, so Midge came out in the '60s as well as a friend, and then she got discontinued. Yeah. Because she wasn't selling quite as well. Because I guess they just didn't like her as much. Um, but then they did bring Midge back to do some of the stuff Barbie wasn't really down for, like get pregnant. Right. So, right. Yeah. She'd lose her figure. Yeah. She can lose hers. And that's she would fine. lose her figure. Um, so, the, the documentary goes through several of the different types of Barbies. So, like my favorite, the, the Barbies that stick out the most to me were water themed Barbies yes. I don't know why but like I had the Barbie swimming pool me too yes, yes. With the little beach ball and yes. it was plastic and then I had the Barbie shower and tub okay and then I had the Barbie uh what was it it wasn't the car we had a camper the I RV yeah. yeah the camper so I had the camper and then I think my mom got me the dream house from like a garage sale, but it didn't have all the stuff. So, yeah. But I mean, we I didn't have a dream house. Yeah. It was some kind of house, but not yeah. that. I had like the mermaid one. Uh huh. I had the water ones and then I had Barbie and the rockers. Oh, uh, no, I, I had, didn't have that. And I had the stage that went with nice. it. Yeah. So nice. Um, did you ever do any of the holiday Barbies? I did not. I could not keep them in the box. I could not do it. My little sister had a whole collection. Every year she would get them. I don't, she may still have them in the box. Now, my best friend had so many Barbies, and she wasn't allowed to play with them. Oh. She had to keep them all in the box. Yeah. And all the holiday ones. And she Is that had a Beanie them. Baby situation? Yeah. It's actually the same girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shelly. Uh, she she had all her Barbies, like, behind this glass curio cabinet. Yeah. Like, but I could not keep my little mitts off of them, so I never had any collectibles. Oh. And if I did, I ripped them open and probably cut their hair. I need to ask my little sister because yeah. she had beautiful holiday Barbies. Oh, Every, they were gorgeous. Yeah, like the red velvet or the green velvet, and then they had like lame dresses. I'm and, pretty sure I had some, but I took them out and played with them and put bathing suits on them. Oh, cool. yeah, well, it yeah. Wasn't, wasn't Christmas and anymore. And then cut their hair off if I got a bop that summer. Yeah, you're going to love the Barbie movie. Yeah. you Everything you're saying, I mean, you're going to love the Barbie I movie. I destroyed – so my sister had an, a thing with like chewing paper and stuff. Like she yeah. would chew like erasers off pencils. Uh-huh. And if I didn't find one Barbie, I found a thousand with her feet chewed off. Oh, yeah. And she yeah, that's make, a thing. I would get so mad. And she'd say, well, just put some shoes on it. You know what? Nova likes it. She chews on their hands. Yeah. She, like, she, bites down on their hands. Yeah. And, like, and I was real bad about thinking I could fix their hair. And, buddy, chop, chop. buddy did I mess yeah. them up. Or I'd want to wash it. And then once you wash that stuff. You're done. It looks like. A chihuahua, like it's oh, yeah. animal fur yeah. is what it turns into. So after um, after they kind of go through the nostalgia of the Barbies, you meet uh, like current day 
Barbie executives, em- executives, Barbie employees, lots and of women, PR, lots and lots of women, um, which I was pretty, yeah, I mean, impressed by. But I mean, you kind of have to, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, men don't really, a man wouldn't really understand like what little girls would want to play with, right? Well, I mean, that's been true for decades decades but it of corporate matter. america but it doesn't matter yeah it yeah. doesn't matter so, so in fact the ceo of mattel is just is uh was a man until like recently right there's only been a couple of female ceos there oh really i mean there was ruth mm-hmm. and uh, and i know they they spoke to one lady who i think was either just the former one or the current i, I think she was former remember. yeah there's yeah. not been very many i mean it's definitely been a, a male-led uh, industry yeah so um well I mean which I guess you could really see that in some of the things because they were talking about some of the like older older Barbies and like how we have even though we haven't like made it perfect for everybody like we've kind of come a long way uh-huh. they were talking about one of the earlier Barbies was a slumber party Barbie and so the slumber... Is that the one that came from Europe? This, no, this is a slumber party Barbie that um, came with some accessories. And so she came with a scale that was set to 110 pounds. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And a diet book. Now that and is a diet crazy. Book, and a diet book that said, don't eat. <gasps> yes. That was real. Oh, I believe it. It was a real set I, I that they it. sold. Yeah. Well, but that that's how it was back then. That was the only reason yeah. to be overweight. And even up until the last few years. Right. It was because you overate. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, we, that's that. That was pretty astonishing. I was just like, what yeah. in the world? I mean, okay. I yeah. mean, obviously it was a different world back then. Yeah, that that's a crazy one. But um, they, they're getting ready to launch this body inclusivity mm-hmm. campaign yeah where basically they're like look um we've kind of hit a time where it's all about um inclusion uh-huh. and yes we do want to market a product that everyone feels like they can relate with and we do want to raise little girls who see themselves mm-hmm. in representation matters yeah representation matters um, and so we're going to make different sized Barbies. And when we release this, we know that some people are going to love us and some people are going to hate us. It has a potential to be awful. Yeah, it has a potential to really wreck the company. Well, they had some experience with that before. Like they did some sort of update to Barbie if like 10 years before, and mm-hmm. it was a complete disaster. Yeah. So they they knew they wanted to update, but they didn't know if it would cause them the brand. Yeah, like who's how is this gonna yeah. help? And also, they were kind of at a place in their sales where they needed something yeah. new. You know, um, kids had iPads now. Right. Kids have technology. Like, who wants to just play mm-hmm. with a Barbie doll? Is kind of how it was for them. So. They set out to decide, okay, do we want, how do we want to package these dolls, mm-hmm. number one, like, it matters what we call them, because mm-hmm. they have to be called something, yeah. or else we're going to get bombed on that. That's so right. So, 
Do we call them curvy? Do well, we because call... they were like, because everybody's already going to call them Fat Barbie. Right. Yeah. Everybody's just automatically. And they Because had... they are compared to. Well, and they had done some testing with, I think, the meanest kids I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I was like, where'd y'all get these kids from? But they do like these tests where they take some of, so they had made um, like a petite Barbie, which Mm -hmm. was kind of a short Barbie. Mm -hmm. They made what they called a curvy Barbie, Mm -hmm. which was um, hippie, hip, boobsy, hip, (laughs) a a fuller stomach, bigger boobs. Um, They made an athletic Barbie, which I was thankful for because I do feel like that sometimes when they're doing body inclusivity. Yeah. The skinny girl becomes the enemy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I was happy to see they made an athletic Barbie that didn't yeah. have any boobs. Yeah. And that was just skinny and yeah. kind of looked like a 12-year-old boy. And so they represented me. They <laughs> <laughs> That's your inclusivity. <laughs> my inclusivity with my with my no boobs. Then they had... They had one more. They well, had I think curvy. they also just redid their current Barbie. Yeah, and then they redid some specs on yeah. the current Barbie. Um, and so they have, like, this testing area, and they, they I guess, purposely put the curvy Barbie in there because she's going to be the it's most. It's a focus group. Yeah, she's going to be the, the one that they worry most about people being offended over or how she's going to be. Well, she's accepted. the flagship of this upgrade. Okay, yeah. And so they put her in there, and the kids are mean. Like, they were like, okay, what's the difference between this Barbie, this regular Barbie, and this curvy Barbie? And mm-hmm. they were like, um, well, she has fat legs. Mm-hmm. And they said, was well, that in a good way or a bad way? And they were like, a bad way. Well, so he- here's the deal. That's how it is. I mean, that's how it is. Speaking as a chunky girl for my whole life, in media, in pop culture, in out there in the world, mm-hmm. and it's not Barbie's fault necessarily because these kids see it everywhere, and their parents are probably the first ones to say these things too. Yeah, and they they were not trying to be ugly. They were. It is just their mo that everywhere they look, a thinner person is more beautiful, and has to be nicer because they're prettier Mm -hmm. and so in their mind a barbie who is thinner is better is better not and they're not doing it they're doing it because they're mimicking their culture and so that's what barbie was kind of trying to get over right Mm -hmm. they're trying to make people understand that every two words body is beautiful Mm -hmm. you know and so kudos to them I think it's I think it's great because you know sitting from this side of things mm-hmm. it's nice to see that right but on, on the other hand it don't know that it would have made my life better <laughs> you right. know it did, like I liked my Barbies how they were too yeah you know and so. I think it's I think it's kind of one of those things that you know my dad used to say it matters to you when it matters to you yeah that's a good and way to so, say that like until it becomes something that resonates with you, yeah, you don't even think about it. Yeah, like honestly, before they came out with the body inclusivity Barbies, it had never crossed my mind. Sure, you know, um, it wasn't something I thought about, you know, at all. Even for my daughter, like it me was, neither. It was just Barbie, yeah. you know. Um, but I will say that when they because 
um, after this, they go on to, which kudos again to Barbie, they did some differently abled Barbies. Yeah. So they have a Barbie that has an amputee leg. Yeah. They have a Barbie that's in a wheelchair. They had, they even came out with a Down syndrome Barbie. Yeah. And when I saw them do that, it mattered. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, nice to have it, a whole, like a world. Yeah. It hit, it hit home with me to where I was like, okay, now I get it. Yeah. Like I didn't, I thought it was great that yeah, they sure. did the body thing, but it didn't hit me the way that that did. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You, you really do never see yeah. a toy out there that is differently abled. Yeah. You, you know, know, American Girl dolls do that too. They've yeah. Got, they've got dolls in wheelchairs and right. with crutches and right. that kind of thing. Um, And so then it, then I got it and I yeah. was like, okay, I get it. But what I did not think about at all, which they go to in this documentary is, how big of a change it is when you have these bodies that are different because one of one of the big things that made barbie so cool was you could trade clothes with your friends Uh you could change shoes with your friends and some of these barbies even had different size feet yeah and so um now can that barbie fit in the barbie corvette Right. Can, there's a standard size. Yeah, yeah, there's a taller Barbie. Can that Barbie fit through the door of the dream house? Will she fit under the shower head nozzle? Yeah. Because all the specs were yeah. made for Barbie. That's right. And so... It's a skinny girl's world. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get my thick girls out there, too? <laughs> Let's give her a round of applause, people. It's it, true. It's it true. is. It's it is. true. I mean, you don't think of it that way, but you it don't. is. I mean, look at airplanes. Look I at was going to say, let me, this is going to be very vulnerable and very personal, and I may cut it out, but we'll see. Um, so I have I've been on a weight loss journey. I hate to say it that way <laughs> so much, but I have been for about a year, and I've lost 70-ish pounds, mm-hmm. and I've been stuck for like four months and that's fine it's fine but it's a journey right Mm -hmm. but I keep a list and I would never in a million years read it out loud but I keep a list of things that are different for me now than they were 70 pounds ago Wow! and um, one of those things is you're right an airplane seat is very tiny and they're making them smaller they're even small for small people yeah and they're making them smaller every year Mm -hmm. and very often when I got on an airplane, I would have to get a seatbelt extender mm-hmm. because they just don't, I mean, they just, I don't anymore. Different styles of chairs may or may not be comfortable. Right. So I, it is, it is definitely something that people don't think about. I probably, I'm going to cut out that whole section, but it's um, wow. <laughs> because it's kind of embarrassing. I think so many people could relate with that though. They probably could. It's just really embarrassing. I mean, and it's kind of like when they came out with the family bathroom, like, that was so huge. Changed for us. your life. It yeah. changed my life. Yeah. Because you know, when you have a a five year old that's still not potty trained, yeah. you don't have a changing table that they fit on. That's right. And he was still in diapers. And so when they opened up a family restroom, I could go take him in there and lay out a pad and lay him in the floor and change yeah. him and not have to go sit him in a sweaty car. Yeah. And yeah. change him. And feel like I was hot you know what I'm saying it it is it's it's something that 
people don't think about unless they're in that situation. And it's it's embarrassing when the world's not made for you. That's right. That's right. And that's, and I think a lot of people, especially down here in the South where we have a a lot of times just one way of thinking and I don't I don't want to offend anybody because I'm from here and I'm no, proud to right. be from here but yeah. but we tend to be pretty dogmatic yeah. and and they poo-poo the idea of inclusivity and representation matters and mm-hmm. trying to make sure that people feel welcome um, and and I think we can take it to an extreme there's no question about that sure that we that we do things in the name of inclusivity that are just stupid. Mm -hmm. But I think that there are things that are just life that Mm -hmm. are nice, right? I mean, it's, we have a large population that is special needs. Yeah. 60% of America is overweight. Yeah. It's, it's nice for you to be seen. And it's not going away. It's not going away. Just like special yeah. needs are not going away. No, in fact, they're increasing. Yeah. yeah. People of different sizes are yeah. not going away. No, we're not. Because, like you said, we are learning that it's not just people yeah. who eat too much. Yeah, we're not or, eating too many donuts yeah. all the time. Right. 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 So, but anyway, so uh, uh, inclusivity, like I, I, I love, I really do love the idea. It's funny. I remember the first time I saw that I didn't, I didn't know that all this was going on. I didn't know, like, I don't know about you, but I didn't follow the story. I had no clue. I had no idea that I just that saw all this, one in a, in a store That's one exactly day. right. Yeah. The first time I saw one of these curvy Barbies, I think that's what they ended up calling them, mm-hmm. was at Walmart. And I remember thinking, I'm really excited to see this, but why did they have to make her so frumpy? Oh, were they her gave her a bad? frumpy outfit. Oh, yeah, I'm not frumpy anymore. No, well, since I lost weight, I'm not frumpy anymore. I, <laughs> I, I never before, thought but. you were frumpy. Um, well, I was because I because my clothes were limited. There's another thing: clothes are limited, limited when you're when you're. But now, now, now have too many clothes. Yeah, but <laughs> I went a little crazy. A little crazy. <laughs> and I got a lot of shoes. Yeah. Anyway, you said could she get a better outfit? Yes. Could we please make her not so frumpy? Yeah. So. I mean, I, I will say, hey, Mattel, could y'all get something to represent the autistic community? Could I get... What can we do? What could what kind of doll could we make? Okay, could we get a little... We need one, like, putting together a puzzle. A little, a little girl doll that has, like, a little pair of headphones for oh when, for when awesome. sensory overload yeah. gets too much. Maybe an iPad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And instead of her talking like Teen Talk Barbie that said, math is hard. Um... <laughs> that's what was the disaster that's what it was that's what it was math is hard um I like to go shopping (laughs) instead of you know it saying something like that like yeah it could say nothing because it's nonverbal right (laughs) Or, or instead of it coming out of like verbal out of its mouth maybe on its little ipad it could say what it's gonna say (laughs) oh I love that yeah I love that so FYI Mattel if, if we could do that. Why don't so. you have Eli pose and you could send him in? Well, you know what's funny is, so Philip says a lot of random off-the-wall things. And he thinks he's funny, especially when I'm watching a documentary. Yeah. And he knows that I'm watching it 15 minutes before I get here. Right, right. And so he likes to walk through and make comments to get on my nerves because I'll say, I'm trying to finish this before I get amaurosis. Um, so he's walking through and every time he would walk through, he'd go, I mean, can't they have a Barbie with acne? Like, 
I mean, you're over here trying to hide that zit on your chin for two days. And I'm like, shut up. That's a special need, sort of. But then he says profound things. And I go, are you a genius? Like, so he's walking through and he's like, I mean, can't they make a Barbie for so-and-so or this and that? And I said, look, Philip, like, they can't make a Barbie for every single thing. Like, they're trying to expand it. But, I mean, you can't literally do everything right that's when we go crazy yeah that's when we go crazy and he goes well why can't they do it like build a bear why can't they build a barbie (gasps) oh dang philip he was like you know you could pick what size legs you have and you could pick what size arms you have and how tall you are and if you have big feet or little feet custom built barbie and then customize your hair and people of mattel call philip gillespie please call us he said build a barbie build a barbie TM. I, I would it. like to get um, royalties off that if you yes. all take that idea. Michelle. Could I do it? Just yeah. Could I get some too? This is my show too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You can have right, some good. too. So good. build a Barbie. Oh no, that's really smart. And I was like, well, that that's kind of smart. Yeah, that like, is really smart. You really could. You could build your own Barbie. Yeah. Um, so, so the end of all this is they went through a lot of trouble and a lot of prototypes and a lot of testing and a lot of self-doubt and they ended up launching it and they had this huge cover story on time magazine i think it was magazine was it time Mm -hmm. time magazine and i loved did you see the cover of what it said can we stop talking about my body now i love it yeah (laughs) it was was good it was good yeah and they had this huge cover story which because it's journalism they did not have any way of knowing whether it was going to be a positive or a negative story they just opened themselves up to the story they were literally all in the office at 3 a.m the morning that this was going to release and they were just sitting there going is it going to be good or is it going to be bad right and it was good good. it was good and they got awesome feedback all across the media right uh and news all kinds of internet everything yeah and it was a huge success for them and i don't have anybody to buy barbies for but i mean is that nova Right, just, for Nova Barnett. I'm saying, is it just the norm now? I don't know. Like, do you continue to see? I don't know. I never go. Oh, uh, my husband go. buys all the toys. Oh, okay. At Christmas. Isn't that terrible? Does he ever buy a body positive Barbie? Uh, probably not. I don't think I've seen one in there. No. He probably doesn't think about it. I don't think he's doing it out of malice because um, he loves he loves my hips. I know he does. <laughs> he talks about it. He's told me. <laughs> He has told me about it. Oh, the other thing they got in trouble for was they put, they tried to be like, they tried to do like this PR stunt and they put Barbie on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. And they got ripped apart for that We can't one. sexualize Barbie. No. She's already, she's already got a, a little bit of sexualization to her and in, unintentionally or maybe intentionally. Yeah. But you can't. Sports Illustrate Barbie. No, no, I do appreciate that they now print panties on her. Do they? Yeah. From what I could see from, I mean, like I said, I haven't bought a Barbie in forever. But, yeah. like, from the prototypes that they had sitting there, they now yeah. have, like, little printed underwear I didn't even notice. On, instead of that, like. I told you I barely watched it. Instead of that smooth <laughs> patch. <laughs> plastic. Smooth patch. Again, unobtainable, Mattel. <laughs> Unless you're paying for laser. Yeah. Unobtainable. Obtainable for like 30 seconds before that stuff comes back. 30 seconds. And, I mean, this is coming from a blonde girl. You still can't keep it off. It comes back. It comes back with a vengeance. All right. Well, I think think we've solved the world's problems with Barbie. Absolutely. I just, I love Barbie. 
And I'm a fan. I like Barbie too. I did think they went through a lot of gymnastics to. I think there was a lot of talk in there about the persecution of women and how hard it is to be a woman. And, and I have never experienced that. I've never experienced a situation where because I'm a woman, I've been held back. Yeah. Uh, in my family, that was not a thing. Yeah. Uh, it was never a thing. I'm one of three girls. It was never. I got a sister who's a dentist. I got another sister who's got a master's degree. Mm-hmm. I own my own business. for. It just was not a thing. Uh, and so I got tired of a lot of the whininess that I heard in this documentary. There was, I think, a lot of that. Yeah. But in the end, what they came up with was something good. I think the only negative that I I took from the whole documentary was I am all about you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. And, you know, women can be astronauts and they can be police officers yeah. and they can join the Army and all that. But I do not like the part of making it as if your decision to become a homemaker makes you less um, successful. Right. You know? Um, Less successful, less smart, less able to do anything. Yeah. Because I'm a homemaker, and I do not consider myself less smart, less capable. I'm not in an unhappy fog. Right. Your husband doesn't make you stay. Where I believe the world's forgotten about me. Yeah. I mean, I guess people could say... You know, well, you have other things outside of that, but that's what you do when, when sure, you're, that's your job. When your yeah. job is a homemaker, you find things to fulfill the other needs in you that you don't get by going out to a job. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly. What like you're saying. this podcast. I yeah. mean, this is a huge thing for me because I do get to, you know, meet different people. It may not be in person, although. You keep saying you're gonna make me do that one day. I do. I want to do and that. I want to do a meet and greet. Everybody, everybody wants to do a meet and greet, and I'm so scared somebody's gonna steal me. But I, if y'all promise not to steal Misty, we'll do a meet and pr- greet. I did tell somebody. I can't remember. One of our friends on that messaged us said something about that, and I said, "Look, we keep saying we're gonna do a meet and greet, but I'm so scared. Please don't steal me." <laughs> so, but I do. It opens my world up in yeah. a different way that and. And I think same thing with people who work within their home. I mean, oh my gosh, you have a, a career, but your career is also you work from home. Yeah. So you know the world is different than it was in the fifties. Yeah. You know, being a homemaker doesn't look the same way. No, it doesn't. And so I do wish Mattel that you would. Um, can we go back and make a mom Barbie again? Can we go back and make a stay-at-home mom Barbie? Yeah. And have An her. S-A-H-M. Yeah, and have her doing a pod. How about a podcast Barbie? <gasps> Misty. With a little computer and a little microphone. Thank you very much. They could model them after us. Oh, my gosh. We got a curvy Barbie. We got a regular <laughs> Barbie. <laughs> we, got a, we got a regular Barbie. We got a curvy. We got a brown-headed Barbie yeah, and a do. blonde Barbie. Mattel, call us. Ethnic Barbie? We will license this name in a heartbeat. Plain old white Barbie. <gasps> Look at that. Total package. We could we could do it all. Y'all. And we would be their voices. Country yes. Barbie? <laughs> and I can do Spanish. <laughs> and you do Spanish <laughs> bilingual Barbie. You're, Mattel, you're this welcome. is genius. You're welcome. Hey, uh, send us an email to on the dot. Yes. Especially if you know the people at Mattel. Especially, yeah. Please, we will oh my straight gosh. up do that it. That is genius. Some, I love it. Sometimes I surprise myself. Um, hey, listen. One thing I want to say that has nothing to do with this movie, 
unless you have anything else to say about it. We've had a couple of people that have messaged us and there are all these new folks that have listened to us and don't know anything about us really. But we talked about our Patreon channel before. Remember no. when we had a Patreon channel? We used to have ago? one. So if you have been looking for our Patreon channel, we do not have that anymore. We inactivated it or deactivated it mm-hmm. because this is what we do. We have great intentions and we put out great content and then our kids get in the way and Ugh. our husbands are like, come to dinner. And then, you know, our jobs, want whatever. So yeah. we we did not want to continue taking money if we were not able to deliver. To be consistent. Right, yeah. to be consistent. But it is our goal to be able to start that back up. It is and, and set some different parameters so that you know what you're getting because, man, we loved it in there. It's so – we loved it. We, we loved doing so extra fun. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for our Patreon channel, it is non-existent right now. It's At deactivated. At the moment. But we are, we are right. working towards – yeah. Something yes. else, because we know that y'all just can't get enough of us. I mean, we're we're hard to let go of. It's, it's a lot. I know. I mean, you, that's what they tell us, and that's, that's what we tell ourselves. That's what we tell ourselves yes, every day. Exactly. So, and it is okay to sing at Broadway musicals. It is not. You guys, really, it isn't. Please tell her. Marilla's. <laughs> Misty, it doesn't take away from your gifted abilities. But it takes away from the show for everybody else. I don't <laughs> get to hear it. I tell that to Catalina. Oh, <laughs> Catalina almost made me cry. (laughs) She did not care either. She was like, "Mm, I did not pay to hear you. I hear you all the time. Do you know that she listens to this podcast just to hear her name? So we've talked about her all podcast long. Catalina. Catalina. Okay, it is time to go to bed. It is. But you can't go to bed here. You can go home. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. All right, have a good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.